it's Lynn Martin and welcome to this week's episode of Bedhead and Beery Eyes, the podcast. Hey friends, I am coming to you from the back of the camper van today because these are the things we do when we're so passionate about the messages we want to give. And the reason that I do that is because I want to help you learn from some of the efforts that I've had to put in to get unstuck. And if I can do that in a way that helps you get unstuck quicker than it took me, 40 years to be exact, then it's definitely worth my while. Um, and today's podcast, we are going to be talking about reward systems and that's all about changing behavior and creating new habits so that you can start to move your life forward. So I will apologize if you hear any strange noises. Who knows what's going to happen? We've got the dog here who's comfortable and quiet right now but we just don't know what's going to happen. And if you hear the odd car passing, well, we can live with that, can't we? So what I'm going to talk about first is types of behavior and we have two main types of behavior. The first one is your reflex and that's something that happens automatically. You know, we have different um, pre-programmed reflexes that come from way, way, way back um, that are designed to keep us safe. And that's things like when things go to drop, that we'll catch them. If we touch something hot, we'll remove our hands from it. But we do an awful lot in a day that we don't even think about. So when we're looking at things, we're processing information, we are able to blink, heartbeat, breathe, all these things are happening automatically. And then we have this layer of reflexes. So there's a trigger and our body responds because it knows what it needs to do. In parallel to that, what we have then is what they call operant behaviors. And the reason that they're called operant is because you have to almost operate that behavior. You have to instigate it to happen. It's very purposeful and you have to choose it. And in order to turn some of these operant behaviors into more of a reflex or more of a habit, we have to use reinforcement and um, that can be done in lots of different ways. So reinforcement by um, praises or rewards, so positive outcomes for taking a certain behavior or punishment. So um, by punishing somebody or removing something from someone as a result of that behavior. And it's definitely something that's worth thinking about in your parenting style. Do you try to get your children to have different behaviors by reinforcing the good behaviors or punishing the negative behaviors? Because both have a place to play. But I would suggest that coaching people through reinforcement of praise and rewards is a much more enjoyable process than constantly dishing out punishment. Easier said than done. So the, what makes things different when you're trying to turn a behavior into a habit is, first of all, do you like the outcome or not? So if you take a certain action, do you like that outcome or not? And also, do you need the outcome or not? So do you need to have that result that will help create this motivation to turn that behavior into a, a habit? If you don't feel you need that operant, um, that result, then you're less likely to repeat the behavior again. So the reason I'm focusing on reward systems and these operant behaviors 
is because what we're trying to do when we create a healthy lifestyle is not wake up one morning and be all singing, all dancing, totally healthy through and through, because that will result in overwhelm, exhaustion, and a feeling of failure when you slip. What we're trying to do is reprogram some of these habits each day to help you create mo uh, motivation, to help you move towards your end goal of living the healthiest, happiest life that you can. Um, and therefore, we need to be conscious of the positive and the negative reinforcement, and we need to try and find a way to help you learn how to do some of the things that maybe you don't at first actually enjoy doing. For example, choosing healthy foods and finding the energy to do a workout. Because to start with, people don't enjoy the actual behaviour of doing these things. We know that it will get us to a long-term goal, but if we can introduce some short-term rewards to make sure that we try and stick to plan, encourage us to stick to plan, that's where the motivation comes. You don't wake up with it just one morning. Now there is a, a, a way back um, requirement for our body to have energy. And the biggest problem that a lot of people I speak to have is this sugar addiction um, or emotional eating. And it's because many of our happy celebrations are centered around meals for Christmas or birthdays, there's cake, there's turkey, Thanksgiving, um, all these things create and link the trigger of a celebration with, uh, with food and it creates a happy feeling. And our body craves this happiness, this feeling of love, this joy, this social interactions. And it starts to link the sensation that it gets when it consumes the food in these celebrations to positive rewards. And that's why it's very difficult to try and unpick these food cravings because it really is your body saying, I want happiness. I want I want that feeling of satisfaction that I've previously experienced through eating these foods. So it is, it's a no brainer when it comes to, you know, broccoli v cake. Why can I choose to say no to cake in the moment and to say yes to broccoli? And the answer is that I have trained myself to reward myself by having a nice soak in the bath, a nice glass of wine and read a book at the end of a week or the end of a month if I stick to plan. And that's where the discipline comes in. It's the discipline of not rewarding yourself unless you stick to the plan. And that obviously needs certain decisions made as to what warrants uh, a reward. Many of us, me included, get into this rut when you're a really busy mum, that you're working full time like I was, that you will reward yourself for just surviving the day. And if you're going to allow yourself these rewards for just surviving the day, there's no incentive to push the boundaries and move your life forward. So these are the little things that we need to try and rewire. And as I said, we're looking to do it one at a time. But why do we want things to be habits? The truth is that by creating habits, in the same sense as when you learn to drive a car, you allow your brain to learn these routines so it doesn't have to think about it. So I know my morning routine is a habit. I don't have to think about it. There's no emotion attached to it. The alarm goes off, bang, I'm up and I've started. And because I know that there is a, a really valuable feeling at the end of investing an hour in myself and my personal development and my magpie morning, that is enough to keep me doing it every single day. So 
I have trained myself into a positive habit, whereas previously I'd have just pressed snooze because I know that a sense of joy, gratification and happiness and motivation is the result of that. And then I can use that motivation to impact other areas of my life. In the same way that you drive a car, you don't have to initially, well, initially you have to think about, you know, clutch, gears, indicators, mirrors, and quite often now we'll find that actually you've driven 10, 20 minutes down the road and it's all on autopilot. And whilst our senses are there ready to react, the actual operant behaviours become habit um, and second nature. So you don't have to expend loads of concentrating energy on just moving forward. So what we're looking to do when it comes to creating and embedding new habits is we're looking to become aware of what the triggers are, what behaviour we want to introduce and then what reward it is that we're going to allocate. So a trigger might be boredom in an evening where actually normally we'd go to the fridge or we'd sit down and watch Netflix or scroll through our phone. We want to change that behaviour into something that will serve us better. So, for example, if you're bored, um, even if it's phone a friend, to avoid the negative um, behaviour. Or if you're, if you're hungry, drink some water or if you're needing uh, to fill an hour maybe or half an hour, uh, think about doing a workout. An accumulation of those rewards might be that when you, if you stick to the programme that you're doing for four weeks, then you'll reward yourself with a, a date night with your partner, something like that, something that's going to evoke some emotion, that's going to mean that actually the following month you're going to install that routine again and over time it becomes part of who you are and part of your um, healthy lifestyle. So we're talking about these triggers, the behaviours and then the reward. It's really important though um, and it's a difficult one for some people to start with because we we often um, get into the habit of on a Friday, I know I'm talking from experience here, on a Friday I'm going to have pizza and ice cream because I've stuck to my diet plan all week and that is where we start undoing all the good work we've done. What would serve us better is if you reward yourself with a subscription to some bath bombs and you make Friday night that night that you sit and read a book, do some personal development, work on your mind because you've worked on your body um, and try to reduce some of the stress that might be affecting you and impacting your ability to, um, to keep that uh, commitment to your future self. So willpower is definitely not something that is natural to most people. It's definitely something that has to be um, learned and it does take discipline and there are always going to be distractions along the way and what I would say is never let one distraction put you off course you can always just get to your destination a day later if we break from our routines and if we make a couple of less than perfect choices towards our goals that's when we start to remove the um, the reward so rather than punishing yourself by starving yourself the next day you just don't get the reward at the end of the day the end of the week the end of the month and perhaps you're just a day later at getting to your goals what we're trying to avoid is the highs and the lows and that emotional uh, attachment that we create to these but actually make it much more logical that well I'll just have to do better next week tomorrow's a new day or the next meal's a new meal we don't have to wait back to Monday to start fresh we just pick it up where we left off and we try and learn how we can avoid um, veering off course uh, the next time. So people 
look at me quite often and think that I, I was born with this motivation and this discipline. It's definitely something that I've learned. And I take, you know, sometimes some mornings it's really easy to jump out of bed. Other mornings I just can't think of anything worse. But I just know that that feeling I get when I've had my pre-workout, when I'm properly hydrated, when I'm not hungover, when I've invested in myself, done my meditation, um, that feeling is the feeling that I crave because that's the feeling I want to experience for the rest of my life. And I'm hoping that I've got quite a few decades left to be able to do that. So I hope that's helped you today. It's a really, really simple process. As I said, think about what triggers you can use put the behaviours onto conscious level so you can choose the better behaviour and then think really carefully about what a sensible reward would be. It has to attract you, but you have to be disciplined enough to withhold that reward if you don't stick to your own plan, which means create a plan that's achievable and then we're going to focus on constantly celebrating success rather than the negative self-talk that can quite often be attached to failing at unachievable targets. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this session here on Bedhead and Bleary Eyes, the podcast. If you like this type of thing, go and look me up on my website where I'll direct you to even more content related to the topic of discussed today. If you want to start your journey, you can find out more at bedheadandbleareyeyes.com to get started. Join me in my accountability groups if you would like daily access to me and my community, plus live coaching calls and the most life-changing programs you will find.